podcast. Welcome, y'all. This is Ray from EX. Welcome to Conversations. This is our podcast. Originally, was made as a card game, a connection-building card game to cultivate more courage, compassion, wonder, and create spaces and places and times for people to really connect, sit down, listen to each other, to be heard, and to really create another level of relationship and understanding, uh, especially with the world that we're living in right now. It's pretty wild with sound bites, instant reactions, comments, judgments, uh, people not asking questions to learn deeper, but to take just a small soundbite or a small tweet or a small uh, a phrase that someone writes and to, to have a full in, uh, judgment of a person and um, really insert beliefs as opposed to and judgments as opposed to allowing the space to learn and um, yeah, this is just our podcast to hopefully create the opposite of that uh, spaces for people to go deeper, to un, uh, to process, to learn, and to examine certain things about themselves and their lives and, and relationships they have. And so this first episode is actually important to me because it's around somebody that I've judged and placed a lot of judgments in my life and have had a hard time understanding in all of my 37 years, but have have been working towards that, who is my mom. And so we've always been a little bit on the other end of the spectrum growing up. And just in general, I'm a person who asks a lot of why, and I want to get to the heart of things. I want to get to the understanding for myself. Um, I'm always in pursuit of some sort of truth or examination. And my mom's remedied a lot of things when I was younger, when I would ask why is because I'm your mom. Uh, being a Roman Catholic Filipino mom, immigrant, um, she was very strong in those ideas, and um, for me, I always questioned it, uh, but also gained a lot from my mom and, and have learned a lot from her, uh, but we've, ha- we've definitely had our friction, and it's been a working thing, and we didn't really get tight until she was in her 60s um, when my dad passed in 2009. I think that whole process of him having cancer and me moving back home and, and really learning that process and, and living with them. Um, and you know you experience something like that and everybody has to evolve uh, regardless uh, because life will demand it from you it's not asking it from you and and um, me and my mom got really close from there and uh, just built a, a deeper relationship she's never been one to to really share her feelings um, and I've just come to learn that more over the years in terms of her her own traumas and her own experiences of the way that she grew up and the conversations that we've had over the years this is our this is actually the third conversation that i've recorded with her and it didn't always go smooth the first time she really fought it but it went well and then the second one was after we made solarizations the card game was practicing with her and then we actually got into a fight and then this one she really settled in and we ate outside at a at denny's so you hear that but i just learned that my mom's a really great storyteller um, and, and learned a lot about what's influenced the way that she is today and the way that she views her life now. Uh, at 72, I actually came back for her birthday this past weekend. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll pop in and out during the interview and, and kind of give context to certain things. But this is somebody who I had in mind very much when we were making conversations and writing of like someone, some, who would be someone that I'd want to cultivate this with? 
who'd be the hardest person and 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 the most resistant and, and my mom was one of the people and um yeah so there was this conversation and one of the cool things was on my way back uh, after we have this interview we always finish with like a breakfast before i go home um, when i visit so i left her a copy of solversations on the on her table in the kitchen and as i was driving home she called me she asked me all about it opened up the cards um, and was going through them and asking me how to play to facilitate for our friends so yeah just having those conversations those conversations with with people really does change things and so somebody who i didn't think had that in them uh, at some points um, with my mom is a beautiful thing to see so but yeah here's the here's a conversation and i'll i'll pop in thanks for taking a listen when we were going to school it was a dad who uh, both of them have uh, they did their um, role as a mother and father as the father as the breadwinner but then the mother is a staying home mom that can take care of the family take care of the children that's why they uh, take took care of our spiritual values how does uh, he raises up with uh, good moral values and good spiritual values that's how you, we are handing it to you now. But you are in a stay-at-home mom. You were. Uh, oh you no! Worked, because, you worked at the bank. You were uh, a insurance yeah, lady. Yeah, but that time, but that ma, um, ma, mom was a, a businesswoman. We have all stores. That's what that was it. Her um, not a career, I should say, but that was her role at that time. What businesses? Did we have this shoe store? Shoe store uh, in a market. Shoe store. We have this. Sorry, sorry, store. You know the yeah. the family-owned small store yeah. at the at the downstairs of the house. We have oh, yeah, she's a business-minded, and I used to go with. That's oh my god, that's why I learned how to be businesswoman. And me and Tita Yoli, Lola used to bring me to the market, and we buy all these school supplies, and I uh, we only ride. We uh, we don't have a uh, no. We don't use a car. Uh, uh, Lola used to, you know this Caritela, Calesa, the horse-drawn uh, carriage, that's what we carry our, uh, from the market to our house, old house, original house, that's why we're, uh, we are um, taking not any taxi cab or not jeepneys or anything, you know this carriage has been drawn by a, a horse. And then we get, with all the school supplies, we buy school supplies, we buy uh, stuff that Lola will sell on our uh, small store downstairs of the house. And then sometimes we have, me and Tita Josie have to take care of watching the store. See, we were, we're still going to school. You know, we were doing multi, multitasking already, but we were still very young then. That's how Lola brought us What grade are you about grade five, grade four. You were like 10 years old doing yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And every day, Lola required us to go to church before going to school. Church. And then, uh, Lola will uh, allow us to... Uh, oh, and then when we get home, we still have to wash our clothes. Me and Tita Josie. Tita Yoli was still very small then. Me and Tita Josie have to wash the clothes, hang them up, iron. So just a couple of things for context here. Um, Tita is aunt in Tagalog and Lola is grandma. So she's talking about my aunts and my grandmother. Uh, 
and we're talking about the Philippines here. My mom was born in 1948, so we're talking uh, late 50s here, um, early 60s as she grows into her adolescence. And this explains uh, a lot to me just in this conversation. My mom has this duality of this really deep, stringent, strict faith. but then she also has this like very dogged work ethic, uh, very independent, um, fearless woman. So growing up, that was a really interesting space to see her as mom who made lunches in the morning for us, made us pray, made us go to church. And then at the same time was this bank teller um, in our city and knew everybody um, by first name and understood what people were up to and always brought that back up. And then she was also this life insurance um agent who killed it she was literally a hall of famer for this company called surety life she'd go to conventions um every year would be traveling for them because she was so successful at it and then also the aspect of seeing my dad who worked during the day but then whenever she had an appointment at night or multiple appointments on the weekends he would drive and he would just wait in the car while she would visit these appointments and seeing that devotion to each other and to the family um even me accompanying with them uh this explains a lot just to kind of have that context now when I'm younger and I'm expecting certain things from my parents where I'm like, why, why, why doesn't this aspect of our relationship exist? Or even as I've gotten older, but to just have that context and insight that that work ethic from a young age and that discipline and that grit is being ingrained into my mom at the age of 10. So I think just hearing that uh, is, is really illuminating. What happened again? This morning? I got into car accident. Yeah, what happened? How did it go? Early in the morning, because it was Friday, piece of the sacred heart. This is the devotee of the sacred heart. So, mm-hmm. early, early morning, we already dressed up in Barong Tagalog, ready to go to church first with, without mom. Without mom. And then, the driver tried to pull back the car on the reverse side. Daddy, you know, like that, like he wants to. We went outside already to wait for the car and enter to, and the car is out of the garage already. While the, the car was backing out, Daddy he was even trying to give a signal. I guess the driver didn't see him and back on out on me. So he prepared. And the driver got, you know, what do you call that? Scared? Startled? Startled. So instead of um, stepping on the brake, step on the gas, on the reverse. So he brought um, that, uh, he, uh, the, the car really went uh, underneath the car. And of course, but and what's the tendency of the, the car is to pull, pull out and then he, the car even went across the street from the on the next neighbor on the, on the, what, across the, the neighbor's driveway? house driveway of the neighbor's house. That's where everybody, all the neighbors there were screaming, oh my God. And then dad, Lola, just heard the loud, uh, the loud, uh, what do you call, screaming of those uh, neighbor so she went out and just put all her clothes because she just woke up because it was like six o'clock in the morning he just went and get a taxi and the and the and the neighbors tried to leave the car to pull that the 
the you know the, under the car that and Lola was I mean I was brave enough to put that put him uh, inside the car the taxi they went to this Chinese hospital very close to the house because that's where the, uh, the, doc, the doctor that that knows all this doctor he even asked for this doctor to see him so he was he could speak still at the time maybe you knows that what happened was still you know but he was already there's already blood in his and everything so when we got to the hospital we woke up and then we said oh my god what happened because they were not in the house anymore so we tried to Tita Josie asked him, let's pray, let's pray. We all kneeled down, the three of us. And we were praying. That while we were praying, we were looking for the, for the car, uh, our the car, the driver is gone with the car. So we thought the driver brought him to the hospital. We didn't, mm -hmm. we know, we, we didn't know that it was Lola who just took a taxi and brought him here to the hospital. But what happened is like, we waited and then we saw the driver came back in the car, said, where have you been? He didn't even bother to ask because we were in hurry. Come on, bring us to the hospital. He didn't even know where the hospital was. That's what we found out that he didn't go. He said, I don't know what the answer was. And so we tried to go to every hospital that we knew, very close to the house. Finally, we found out this one hospital where Lola was there. We went to the emergency room. And then but Lola, Lola was in the stretcher already. Stretcher top Lola was crying and crying. And then they were trying to push the stretcher inside her. The doctors, the nurse said they will have a surgery, do a surgery. And uh, so we have to put him inside the surgery room. And then all of a sudden, once they didn't even went inside yet, they pushed back the stretcher and said, no, uh, we're not doing the surgery. The doctor, he even asked for the doctor. The doctor, what's the name? He said, Chinese doctor. His friend. He cannot, they have to look at the x-ray first of the lungs, the ribs. He said, we cannot do anymore. The ribs are, are all broken and already uh, went, uh, and uh, uh, what called it, affected the lungs. And there was this, uh, what they call, uh, the, wa the water from the lungs already because it was punctured already by all these broken ribs. How can you how can you be uh, live without broken ribs already? And it got stuck in your lungs already. So we started crying and Lola, and then they started to you know the the blank uh, whatever the bed sheet that they yeah. have to cover you and, yeah. and they started oh my God that's how we you know like when we were crying at that funeral I mean. After uh, doing the the, yeah. the room, right? that's how we, you know, started the three of us. And then the sad, the hard part of it is, my grandmother Lol Impo was there at that time. He, he was visit, she was visiting dad. And that morning, she will come and to Kanlaon to uh, visit. That's how we did it. Oh, Lol Impo loves Lolo. She loves. She's his favorite. Is Lolo. Lolo is the eldest in the family. And so they don't know how to tell her. It was coming at 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, and Lolo was already there. I said, oh. everybody, how can you tell her? No, you don't want to say anything yet until they have to give her a shot or take her volume or something to, uh, 
So who told her? What happened when they told her? It was my dad's sister, the dentist, uh, Lolo Mating, who um, tried to comfort her and tried to tell her. So she just found out when dad was already in the funeral, ready for the, uh, was already in the casket, you know, ready for viewing. That's how we just told Lo and Lo, Lola, my God. I think she look, it looked like she will die of crying there and screaming and hugging the casket. It was really a very, very, very sad moment for all of us when he was crying because she, we know how she really, really loves that and always once a month she is always willing to commute from the province, from Santa Rita to Calaon just to see it. And you know what? They always, when she sleeps at home, she uh, and dad will dad will wake up like four o'clock or five o'clock in the morning. That's her his usual habit. Dad will always wake up early, early, and then started reading all his um, medical books. All he loves to read, you know, like the medicine. And then while he's reading, Lola Impo will wake up also that early because you know the older people before they can they always wake up early, right? So he, both of them are awake. I can, we can hear them talking already. They love to talk and to exchange ideas. Even Impo was already what, eighty something years old already. But she can, they converse in Kapampangan, you know. So, have the story. Yeah, this this story right here is so much. Um, just listening in it, and, and in a lot of ways, like learning about myself, uncovering things about who I am hearing through my mom's experience of not knowing a lot of these things and, and hearing a family history and hearing the specifics of it. And uh, even um, my mom experiencing like that ethic work ethic at 10 and, and being ingrained in that. And then at 17 experiencing this, uh, there's a lot of growing up quick or there's a lot of um, things that she had to take on. And um, even seeing myself and my mom in terms of like the, the experience that she had with uh, our Lolo in the hospital and how it was with our dad when, when, when um, our dad was in the hospital and, and the ending of his life and how, how we experienced that. Like I can even that uh, instantly just hearing that connects me even, even more to my mom. Um, yeah. And just to, to, to humanize a, a grandparent I never met and to, to hear that history and to be connected to like a time in the Philippines, uh, the motherland, uh, just really powerful. And, and to have this, you know, over a breakfast at Denny's continually occurring because we sat down to have this conversation. Uh, it's really powerful. It's, it's just, yeah. That's like, after Lolo was like, how dad was the hospital. Lolo, what's Lolo? Like when I went to hospital with dad. Oh uh -huh, yeah. Oh. I remember I was the only one to go to the hospital first. Yeah, because you were following the ano. I really didn't know that dad would go that same day, same time. Now when you look at dad's pictures, though, if you look uh -huh. at the picture, you're like, uh huh, no. Obviously, we wanted but, dad to keep living, but if you look at dad. If you just looked at a picture of dad now, uh -huh. people would say, oh, that guy's not going to live or he's not going to make it yeah, that yeah, long. Because yeah. dad was 120 pounds when he died. 120, I don't know. And he was 160 when he was healthy. Oh, yeah, I guess. But that was like that, where I followed it and then uh -huh. 
I know that was so. I mean, ako, I, did, I did not realize that he will go that soon because, of course, my thinking was I, I want him to live longer, longer. He will, you know, he will can survive. He can survive. That's because you want to be positive, to be positive. That's why I didn't buy an early pre-need. Um, I mean, uh, what do you call this? Uh, they have to pay the, the, the actual price at that time. And For the what? The funeral. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, the mortuary. have to pay the exact gap, the whatever is the... It's a higher price because, you don't. when it's spring, when it's at need, when you buy it at need, the price is much deeper when you buy it for pre-need. Pre-need is you don't need it. You buy it ahead of time, then you get a big discount. And then you can pay it in the store. Oh, because you thought dad was going to make it. Yeah, because I didn't even, I don't want to even think about it. And of course, I don't want him to know that why are we preparing for something like that when I'm buying, right? That's why I didn't even thought of that. I didn't even think about it. So I was just, now I know, now I even, I advise all my friends to, uh, you know, buy it now. What do you miss the most about dad? Of course, dad himself. I miss him. Like we could, he could have been up that present. He could be here, what, 11 years ago. I'm just thankful. It's just why it's nice to be praying. It's good to be praying all the time because really God gave me the opportunity or the chance. Now, I, now it's just I remember after this, uh, uh, what do you call this? After our um, anniversary, I just didn't realize, I mean, how God gave me the 11 years of without him that I was able to carry on my life because at first when daddy was kind of worried about me when he was uh, almost on that you know when we go out for dinner just at two apart he was asking me how can you how can you live without me now I mean I'm kind of worried what will you do because sometimes you go out on them he was worried that how, how okay. do I make it you know, by myself can you yeah. grab your card? Uh, so 22. Charge. And you go ahead. Okay. I got it. Okay, I got it. 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 It's okay. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. It's oh, I already had it. It's a nice sun, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need the receipt? No, that's okay. Alright. Thank you All very right. much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Dad was saying that to you? Yeah. I said, you sure you going to be because of course I was don't I was in denial at the time. I said, don't think about it. Why I'll be, I'll be. And then he tried to have that, uh, uh, what's uh, that music? Try to play it every time when we go out for driving and everything. You know, Matt Morrow, how do we, how can we live tomorrow? Might not come. You know, that's why I think he was preparing for that. Tomorrow might not come, but uh, he always played that when he bought that CD. And then, uh, and then that's it. And then I'm so thankful as the, on the on the 11th. I just realized that that 11 years passed by, which so, went so fast. I didn't even realize that. I thought I will be, of course, without that. But I mean, a lot of people are really, you know, they're all wondering, and they're all surprised to know that. How can you? I mean, stay. Of, of course, with the help of God, I said, how can you survive by yourself inside that house? 
course, my kids are here, so I mean, they always check on me. Yeah, but they said, really, I mean, somebody's really watching you and somebody's really, I mean, your, your prayers are being answered by God, that God is taking care of you. I said, I just realized, oh my God, yeah, I took care of everything when whatever dad left. You know, all this IRS problem and all this, yung babayaran, all the bills that I'm paying, can I survive? And then, the, of course, the, the important thing is sadness by you. Sadness when you are you're by yourself in the, in the house, right? I was uh, even the problem in the house, a small problem. I really took care of everything. I, I, I was wondering how did, and then it just went by. And I guess God gave me this church, the group mates in church, that I forget. I mean, I didn't realize all these problems and everything. I just went on. My life was really good on those 11 years. That I know, no, no. Um, worries no problem big problems all big even big problems more problems i was able to take care of it of course with your help also all of you the support from all of you guys you know when there is a, a occasion you come here and you and you give me a call at the time every day call me call me check on me right even at and oh yeah so i think everything just went well with life with my prayers with god's help that I was, we were not all worried, we were not given a really, really big problem. You know? I always pray for you guys because I'm always worried about you. If something happens to each one of you, all of us will be affected, especially the health. I'm praying for good health because with good health, everything will turn, even though you don't have money, but as long as you have good uh, health. Take care of uh, uh, all this, especially this young one. It is Young yeah, the, the youngest one. He, were, he, was, he was the one with you all the way before when uh, during on your last days, right? Yeah. You, I even saw that notebook that you wrote. You were, I think, were watching Daddy and you were writing something. I saw that also now I, when I clean up because I have to clean up all those, I, I, I trying to, uh, all those paperwork, the insurance papers, so many, and that's uh, mga ano niya, real estate guy, I have to get rid, so he will be forever in our hearts, of course, that he was our foundation at that time. But especially when he gets mad up to all of you, he's just gonna scream and kneel down. <laughs> so what time? Kneel down, put your kneel arms down, up. up. With books. <laughs> but it was a great time, you know. That part of my life was, of course, I'm so thankful to God that we had a good family life. We had a good, yeah. And you kids are all good, very good kids. Oh, 909, I'm so that's the end of our breakfast right there yeah the, um yeah we we did that one over uh it's about 45 minute breakfast and so yeah the the things that she touched on in that last piece from um yes it's a lot to kind of like uh process just in, in the fact that you know this is not normal for me and my mom's conversations and it it's pretty awesome to just to like hear how on this playback how smooth it is how how sincere how real how vulnerable um it is and these are not a lot of thoughts that i that i've come to hear from my mom or even have heard over the years so so to hear her 
share it and articulate it in this way with such um, clarity and sincerity and that means the world to me I think that's you know I haven't I hadn't seen her um, in about seven or eight months with quarantine too so um, that's a lot of time to be reflecting on our relationship and so I wanted to make sure that coming home this time around especially with her birthday to really just have that time to connect with her and break bread and and hear these stories and you know overall just reflecting on on what she is saying uh, there's so much I learn more from her in terms of uh, even like her talking about with dad like her mindfulness about not um, getting him a mortuary plot um, and then even how she uses that now to um, advise her friends um, and then just the hindsight that she's had. Um, I've never known her to be super reflective, at least in our conversation. So to hear her talk about health um, and to see how she's like leaned on her faith and how at this point in her life, like that community, her church community means so much to her. Um, and even her reflections on us as, as her kids means the world and, and does a lot just for me and my own personal journey in my own life and and how I view my own path, um, yeah, it's, it's just it's really powerful. And, and, and I think for me to to even hear her say that really struck me is is that part of my life. Like that was wild for me to hear to hear her say that part of my life. Like uh, being married to my dad and and him being alive was uh, something of the past right and, and that really to me signifies a certain level of acceptance a certain level of uh, moving on and evolving and understanding that this is where your life is at now and uh even at the end you hear her say oh i gotta go like she had to leave to um she volunteers at the church to help count the fundraising money and things like that and and you know even the day of her birthday uh, i went to church with her and all her friends had a little like she had like six or seven of them. They did a little backyard um, reception after church, and um, they made her some some um, like what were they like cream puffs and a and a cake. And she brought you know coffee creamer, cups, knives, plates, paper towels, uh, the water, and it was just awesome to see how we're connected in the fact that she wanted to. Uh, they were celebrating her, but she still wanted to make everybody feel welcome and have the things uh, in place for people to enjoy. And yeah, so I, I, I obviously still processing a lot because I'm listening to this and I wanted to just make sure I was um, sharing as I listened to it. But um, overall, just the, the power of you know tying it back to conversations is you know I'm 37 now. This is, these are conversations I've been waiting to have my whole life, and so to have that. Um, with my mom and it being really uncomfortable and a lot of times even being like I'm not we're not going to have it this time there's got to be a better time you know but to just make that space and to say we're going to have this conversation I want to have this conversation I want to know I, I, I want to learn um, yeah there's power in that and I think if anything you know for, for those of you if you're listening and there's people in your life that you want to have these conversations with and that you want to learn more about or that you you maybe misunderstand or you don't fully know 
um, there's so many layers and, and there's different ways to learn. So, um, just to invite you, man, it starts with a question, just a couple questions and, and asking, asking why I think if you can ask a question, you can ask why, or you can ask deeper into the details. You can really, really open up a whole world, you know, and, you know, these stories and these memories and these, um, experiences, um, with people in your life. So yeah, I'm, I'm mad grateful, major grateful, um, and uh, thank you for, for taking a listen. If you have any questions, I want to know more. I'm always open to chat. Just hit us up uh, about it. But thanks for taking time to listen and sharing that conversation with my mom. And hope you all can uh, find somebody in your life to do that. It just takes a little breakfast. I just recorded that on my phone. Um, but yeah, hope, hopefully you all are deepening your relationships. Take care. Much love. Peace. Podcast.